Blog Talk Radio. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Well, happy after Thanksgiving time for all of you. I hope your holidays were as good as mine. It was nice and quiet this year. You know, not a lot going on, just kind of sat around. And I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is that time where you don't have to worry about gifts and you just eat a lot, I suppose, (laughs) or not, and just be with friends and family and just be thankful for everything you had over the year and what a year it's been. I want to continue this show in talking about closing down 2012 and going on to 2013, but first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Donna Gore and Delilah from Blog Talk Radio Show Shattered Lives. Since we last were together last Wednesday, I was on their show as a guest over the weekend, and wow, what an hour that was. Um, We spent the entire hour chatting on where to find your sanctuary in life, and I really liked them because They put a lot of thought and effort into the questions, and it was live, of course, and I like that debate-wise. You have to be ready for whatever they throw at you, and I think that makes for good radio, and if you want to go and listen to it, you can find it at several different places. You can go to, excuse me, I have a cold, donagore.com, that's D-O-N-N-A-G-O-R-E.com, or you can go to Shattered Lives Blog Talk Radio, or you can also find it at imaginepublicity.com. And as last resort, if you don't want to go to any of those places, there's lots of good information on both of those different pages. You can find the posting on my Facebook page, excuse me, or on Twitter, of course. I'm always out there tweeting. I'm not used to that stuff, but I'm trying to get better at it. Uh, I'm not one for mindless chitter-chatter, if you haven't noticed over the years that we've been together, but I'm trying to be better. Hard to put your words in 160 characters or whatever it is. It's worth the effort to listen to because they really went in some different directions that I usually don't normally go to. And One of the things I was talking about there, they asked me what was the lasting words I wanted to give out there, And I wanted to say that 2012 was about doing better. I think we've all been doing better even though we've been in the trenches and it's hard to see why you're still in it. So as we're closing out these last 30 days or so of 2012, it's almost come to completion and I have a confession. I, too, was very standoffish and a bit trepid, you know, in trepidation when we started out this year in 2012. Come on, people. It wasn't too hard to be caught up in the frenzy of all the different fatalistic theories out there that we were going to come to our own demise, that 
we were going to have this great awakening and all these different scientific things are happening. And, of course, we're not there yet because the magic day is, of course, December 21st, 2012. But you have to admit, even for myself, and I totally trust in the process, I was getting a little shaky because it's kind of hard to be in the minority sometimes when you still know what's going to see forward intuitively in your own trust, in your own gut, but it's hard not to join on the parade with everyone else when you're the odd person out, so to speak. But I think it's been a pretty good pretty good year for the majority of the people. Now, I don't think we're out of the woods yet, but we're at least in countdown mode of closing out 2010, 2012, excuse me. I want to go over and review what I'm going to be posting next week on Time's Up on December 3rd for 2013. But in that post, I always review what I talked about for the year prior to where we're at, and this would be 2012. When I'm writing those things, it's like writing your own journal. So if you can imagine writing your own personal journals and then you have to go back and look at all your accomplishments and where you found challenges along the way in a very non-gentle judgment way and what your big accomplishments were. Because I think a lot of times when we don't do that, we finish out a year looking at ourselves going, okay, we got nothing done, we didn't accomplish much, we were, you know, in turmoil most of the time. But if you're able to really step back and review everything from a different perspective of non-judgment and just an overview of the year, the majority of the years have both joys and passion and wonderful experiences versus challenging. Now, sometimes the year energy kind of brings it up to the surface. And this year is no exception. So I took a look back at it to see what I saw in the blog. Now, mine is more public, obviously, because it's out there for everyone to see. But it really felt like the writing that I put in there was about being unsettled and confused a little bit for 2013 because there were so many extravagant advices from all directions on what truly 2012 meant. I mean, you had your fatalists that were talking about the ends of the earth, and then you had the other ones that were saying that this was going to be a big breakthrough. And I think the breakthrough side is where I'm going to fall out on this. I thought it was really a year of what I labeled buoyancy. And I suggested that all of you stay afloat among the chaos that was going on around you and try to stay centered with your own knowing in that and keeping your eye on the prize. And in this instance, I called it the calmer waters ahead. And this is actually what I see for 2013. I think it was a tumultuous year for a lot of people, but it wasn't as tragic as as past years so far. If you can see a lot of stabilization in businesses have been happening, not so much destruction like they were before, but more of a 
deconstruction moving more towards reconstructing and building those processes. We've seen it in the banking industry, the the building industry, and all over the world, things are starting to build upon itself again, which is what we had to do from the get-go because it wasn't built on solid ground in particular uh, at all anyway. My favorite part about the whole year is that even though it was dramatic in this fatalistic twist to it, we were having these wide-open discussions about our own mortality, our own spirituality, and how that meant to us. And it really forced a lot of people into discussing, even through the election time, starting to peel away the facades of what we truly represent and what we want out of our own lives. You could see a lot of true emotions were coming up to thousands of people. I really believe that this is what 2012 was meant to be to a certain extent. It forced people to go inside and really take a hard look at what they believed in. There's nothing like the threat of a apocalyptic moment in time to make people really get centered and get real with what they want to do on a day-to-day basis. Now, that doesn't mean that we all stayed in that spot, but it certainly brought up the questions of what if. What if this really is going to happen? How can we make every day a cherished moment on earth because sometimes some people believed it might even be the end of earth in a couple of weeks. Even I had to face that thought myself as I watched one of my dearest and closest friends go through this on a regular basis. You could tell in her eyes that she knew personally that 2012 was going to be the end of her own life. And I can tell you from personal experience with her, she understood living the day-by-day basis, saying what you need to say. Make sure that you're concrete on what you believe in and really get centered on what you represented in the world. I watched and I listened to her describe every day of her life, maybe her last. And if you haven't had a chance to feel or be with someone like that, it really does change your perspective. I would listen with her intentions on what it meant to her to be living in 2012. I asked each one of you in that last post last December to grab hold of that mystic force that was radiating throughout the year. I really hope that you did that. But if you didn't, let me tell you, the energy is so heightened right now. You can do some really amazing transformations between now and the end of the year. So you could do some spiritual cramming in there (laughs) if you haven't been doing it so we can have a wonderful crescendo at the end of the year and we can settle up those conflicts of the rise and falls that we've had of 2012 
and we can get ready for the breakthrough that's going to come through in 2013. In this year, we had a lot of breakthroughs of social barriers. The communications between lots of different kinds of people were busted open by default. So the question before us as we move into 2012 is now that we've busted through those social barriers, where do we go from here? What are we supposed to do now to get ready for the year of the Black Snake? I'll talk about that right after this break. Looking for more? Welcome back. Here's your host, Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. back to Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice. I'm not sure if you're aware of, but one of the greatest motivational speakers, in my humble opinion, passed away in the last couple days, and his name was Zig Ziglar. Excuse me. I really believe that he was one of those people that was an innovator on social communication and really stepping up our game as society to look at ourselves as winners and that we all have the opportunity, equal opportunity, I might say, to really improve our own lot in life and really go for it. You know, I think before then, on his book that came out, See You at the Top in 1974, I think it was 
a time when the book was so well placed because we were hitting that plateau of, okay, now what do we do? We're coming off some social issues that were worldwide for all of us. And it really, his books and his writings really transformed us into working from community into individual. Yes, we do have a choice on to make ourselves better here. We don't have to live with the way our lives are unfolding. We can really see ourselves at the top of the game and the exercises to get there. I was blessed to uh, attend one of his events a long time ago, and he really was a speaker that drew you in and had that energy that really can open lots of doors to thousands of people. So if you haven't read his book, it's, you know, many thousands of speakers and motivational people have copied his work and used his work to expand and use the groundwork for their own um, ideas of how to motivate people. So I would suggest that you go back and you grab his book. It's Zig Ziglar, See You at the Top. And what I like about that book is it's still relevant today. In fact, I had just picked up his book off my shelf this week to review a few things in there myself. And I thought to myself, after he passed away, like a day after, I thought, how strange things are and how they really do work in your life. You know, is it all free will choice or is it all planned events? It's really interesting and something to think about. So the last couple of days I've been in the throes of writing my yearly intuitive forecast and trends that I sent for 2013 coming up. And whether I'm working with individuals or sensing for a whole group, here's how I work. I always get a few keywords that pop in my head immediately. I don't know how that happens. It just like pops there. And then what happens is it grounds the energy in my mind and it just expands and folds out from there. Now, the words that keep coming to me that I am working on now for 2013 is the word recalibration. And the second phase that keeps coming up in my head is keep the pressure on. Now, I'm going to be putting up the complete blog article, and it's going to be posted December 3rd at the Time's Up Blogspot website. So go over there at timesupblogspot.com, and it will be there first on December 3rd, and then it will be reposted in my own website once I get it down from there. But I'm telling you this because you don't have to take notes. You can re-listen to this podcast or you can go over there and see the whole extended, excuse me, information of what I'm talking about. So you don't have to worry about missing anything. Recalibration. When I was thinking about 2012, excuse me, and everything that we have done, the highs and lows and the social barriers that we're breaking through, and all the different things that are happening in this year, I do think it has been a significant turn because in the last five years, whether you, the regular population has noticed it or not, we have been growing rapidly in large chunks 
in increments in many areas. Think about technology. Everyone's moving forward, and that's always the favorite, but science as well. The hard part about that is that those are all tangible things that we can relate to. If you want to look over at the spiritual and social aspects of things, that's where it gets a little sticky for people because it becomes intangible. Unlike science and technology where we can have physical attributes that show our growth, the social issues are hard to explain to people. But what's been happening in the last five years, the social issues have been slowly dissipating away. We're breaking through one barrier at a time, one at a time. And a lot of times these kind of barriers are not on the radar for many because for some reason we assume that they will evolve over time on their own accord. You know, now there's pockets of people that push, you know, domestic violence laws in order or, you know, social issues, different kind of things that are important to us. But for some reason, we believe that they just are going to happen naturally. Well, it really doesn't happen like that. And it really does take a lot of people doing a lot of soul work independently that makes these social issues move forward on their uh, on their own accord. The challenge with these kind of things is they don't have a big wow effect. Like I was watching the Lincoln movie, and of course, when the 13th Amendment was enacted, there was a definite social shift, a paradigm shift that changed everybody's reality. We even have a physical date that we can point to in history. Well, if you contrast that with today, you know, all of America elevated itself up all at once. We don't have that kind of breakthroughs anymore. We have little clumps and patches that are going through that, but we don't have the luxury of a unified social breakthrough like that of the 13th Amendment because we're all broken down in governmental factions state by state, different offshoots and things like that. So you literally have to force yourself to see the pockets that are happening and the breakthroughs that are happening on the ground level in everybody's respected home and in mostly in personal relationships. This is what I see the magic of 2012 happening. What it did was it brought up the conscious level of us all. When I mean the word consciousness, I mean it's come to the forefront of our minds now. You know, science happens on its own, technology happens on its own, but the social changes and the consciousness of grace and love do not happen on their own. Each one of us has to do our own personal growth work in that. And because of this, this is the magic that I see of 2012. I believe that 2013 is going to continue, but what's going to happen is these—excuse <clears throat> me—these scattered pockets of accomplishment of breaking through these social barriers are going to start coming together, 
And we're going to be able to see the big vision picture of what we've all aspiring to become. Now, here's the big point. We've got to keep the pressure on. Don't think the work is done of moving your own self-soul work and we can lay back and go on automatic pilot. We're starting to move humankind up to a loving, more caring grace. And the earth is ready to do that with us. But this is no time to slow our, our work down. In fact, we have to double down and make sure we even commit to it even more. Because the more that we commit to our own conscious raising, in other words, keeping people at bay that think bad thoughts, we need to separate ourselves from negativity. We need to get that out of our lives. We need to move back into faith, leaps of faith and trust that the shift that's going on is going to continue to help others to bring their consciousness up to a greater level. In 2013, as I told you last week, it's going to be about relationships. And I want to correlate that with the year of the snake. You know, I love the Chinese New Year's, and I love the whole theme of the year because it's been around for thousands of years, And when I was in Asia, they lived by this. They aspire to it. They adhere to what they understand about the year. And it's the year of the snake. So I did a little comparison. And remember, I talked about year of the buoyancy this year, bobbing and weaving. What the year of the snake is about, slow and steady growth. And this growth is going to continue that we started in 2012, but it's going to be a slower growth. We're not going to have those dips and falls and peaks that we went through. It's going to be slow and steady. Now, think about the black snake. It's very disciplined, and it pays attention to detail. It's time for us now to slow down the pace and low lay lay low in 2013, but yet anticipate what may be coming next your way. Don't waste any time in the weeds next year for the shoe to drop. I see more that it, the plan has been laid in place, and now we just have to flow with the plan. So instead of working on surface issues like jobs, money, things like that. And, of course, that's always going to be at the forefront for a lot of people. But a lot of people have been able to settle that down a little bit in their lives. And it's time now, once that ground latent work, it frees up your mind and your soul and your brain to go into deeper contemplation. When you go into deeper contemplation, meaning who am I, all those things I always talk about, it starts leading to a transformation of yourself. The year of the snake is a perfect time to get going on that. You'll find out the reason behind what you do in your life. You'll be able to figure out the puzzle pieces of how to change if you want to do something different in your life. 
those little blind spots are going to be unlocked in this year coming up. And in, importantly, you need to really take the next 30 days and watch your own pattern. We're about ready to move into this sustainability of the consciousness that we've been working for for the past five years. I don't want us to mess it up, which we won't. But we have to keep our thoughts loving. And we have to keep on the positive side because we're just at the threshold of lifting ourselves up to a higher state of grace for the whole planet. I'm excited about 2013. We've done good work in 2012. So for the next couple weeks, I'm going to be finishing out the year with a few guests and maybe some surprises if I can figure them out how to get there. But between now and then, I want you to remember, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. Remember, you can go back and listen to any of the past broadcast on Blog Talk Radio at my at my page, Change Already, or go to Facebook as well. And check out Shattered Lives with Donna Gore. It's a great show. But until now and then, we'll see you next week. Same place, same time, Blog Talk Radio, Thursday, high noon. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. <laughs>